Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Successful Mentalist podcast. It's Aidan O'Sullivan here alongside Mr. Ashley Green. And today we're talking about chilly outreach, cold outreach, outreach to people you've never spoken to before. Ashley, tell us why we're talking about this. Because we get so many people day in, day out and say, have you got any tips for doing cold calls? I'm trying to get a residency. I'm trying to get some corporate work. I'm sending out all of these emails and no one's responding. How can I do it a little bit better? I've got these ad campaigns going on at the moment, but the people coming into my world want to message them. I'm just not booking the gigs from it. And we get loads of messages like this time in and time in and time in and time in again that it got to the point where we thought... We better just record a podcast to answer those questions so to help you out because if we got tons of messages tons of you are thinking about it you've got loads of people out there doing all of these ads spamming people with emails and just hustling every day on the phone so what better place than to put some info and knowledge here to help you guys out have i missed anything from that cold outreach is that the main that's the top main three there's probably more oh i forgot oh i forgot the pesky one. Oh, oh my pet hate literally the one on linkedin or any other social network where you add someone's a friend or a connection and you message them with a fat long response you know when you're on linkedin and you get a response from a double glazing salesperson hey really great to connect by the way if you need your windows done magicians do this as well when it's a flipping pain <laughs> that's let's, another one as well let's, let's, dive let's into summarize that. my entire thought along the lines of cold outreach can be summarized not even into a word but a noise <laughs> It's disgusting. It Not is that the noise. Worst. I would probably go. Oh, oh, any form noise. of illness, unwell, or vomiting noise perfectly describes cold outreach because it sucks it's absolutely disgusting um not because and here's why not because it doesn't work right not because it doesn't work but because people don't do it right like that's the reason it's disgusting like the, the let's weigh up some pros and cons and then we'll talk about how we would do it and how we do it like all that kind of stuff but the biggest thing to note when it comes to cold outreach is to basically to people that have never heard of you before you've got no idea who they are and it's essentially your first time meeting you're just doing it online or on the phone or something like that or an email yeah. or an email like exactly some form of online on the phone situation here and you've never met before and essentially most people go straight in with with some form of pitch in the hope that something happens usually people don't get replies from that because they've gone in with a pitch uh, an evident pitch and so they just play a numbers game they just go for volume let's let's just send for every 100 of these let's say two people reply and one person books well if i want five gigs a month well i know that i have to just not spam up 100 people is 500 people if i just want more gigs i just do more volume and suddenly i'll win it reminds Ugh. me of literally the people who think this is the way you get corporate work 
You write up an email template. Hi, I'm a Magic Circle award winning magician. I've done this. I've been performing for the past 10 years. I've got these special shows coming up, which are perfect for your summer party. Do you have any summer parties on at the moment? I would love to do some entertainment for you. Send to every company you know. What the hell? It People do this like with residencies. People literally bit. say, I'm looking to work at a restaurant in your area. Would you like to work with me as a magician? People do the same thing all and all and all and all and all. And they send hundreds and thousands of emails constantly bombarding. And yeah, barely any people respond to this. And it's not just emails. It's like the cold calls as well. People do it direct. Yeah. <laughs> it makes and me sick. That's yeah, disgusting. But it's, it's, again, we're not saying cold outreach in and of itself is disgusting. It's the way people do it, expecting a gig or going in straight away, expecting a gig or trying to pitch or any of that kind of stuff, because you wouldn't want it yourself. Like, that's the the hands-down approach to it. You hate getting spam emails. You hate getting spam messages in your I mean, filtered messages on Instagram. Like, we all do. We all hate it. So why be one of them? If you don't want to be that person, just don't be that person. It's really as simple as that. But here's the the big problem with cold outreach, and, and it's why we kind of strongly advise against it, is that because there is no relationship whatsoever with cold people that you've you've never met these people before, they, they probably don't even know a thing about you, it's going to be really hard. You've got to do a lot of educating for them to prove that a what you do is valuable to them because let's face it they're probably not looking for a magician at this exact moment in time in which case they'll have probably already found someone so like you've got this whole situation of you've got to educate them on why they need a magician why you're a good magician and why you're the right magician for them. like you've got so much educating to do and you just can't do that in a quick email pitch it doesn't work like that because there's no relationship there you just have a long a long way to go so like to be honest without being blunt we'll give you some tactical practical stuff for sure but truth is if you're thinking about doing cold outreach maybe don't <laughs> maybe don't um but the aim is to is to to avoid that whole relationship gap and start focusing on building a relationship first and leverage it afterwards so let's get into that and if you still don't believe this let me break it down into something i've said on the podcast two or three times in the past something which i say to our momentum clients all the time let's look into the world of dating <laughs> if you saw someone online that you thought was absolutely beautiful you thought they were the best person in the world and you messaged them and you literally went hey i want to get married and spend the rest of my life with you <laughs> I'm a magic circle award-winning magician. <laughs> I've got this stable job. I've got a good income of six figures a year. I want to get married. You know what they do? They'd be like, what on earth is this block? <laughs> you wouldn't get the response. If you actually wanted to pursue that as a thing, what would you do in the dating sense where you'd, you'd find common grounds to message them on, wouldn't you? You'd then start to build up rapport. You'd start to ask questions, find out a bit about them. They'd find out a bit about you. You'd then meet and then vice versa. But you'd get the point you're slowly building up the relationship ever so slowly. And then after like two or three years, then eventually, or, or 10 years or 20 years, or maybe never. But the point is, it takes a little while and you've got to build up the relationship first. And, and that's that's an analogy I like to say to a lot of people all of the time. And I hope you can see now why it's very prevalent here in the uh, in the business world. Like spamming and being direct, 
oh it's it's creepy it's creepy not just funny i love for the people on the podcast like the face we pull every time we just reference it if anybody watching on video is just going to see us just every every like five seconds just scrunching our face up in disgust it's great um but here's, here's the thing like i know we've just said like it takes time to build these relationships it doesn't mean it takes years like it can yeah. be like it only one takes years if you want to marry them <laughs> well exactly uh, you gotta be you know, pace yourself there otherwise you'll make a silly mistake uh, or maybe the best decision of your life you never know you never know but the point being is like even with that example the time isn't set in stone it's not like you have to send three emails over the course of a week and suddenly that relationship is there like it doesn't work like that for some people you'll connect with a lot quicker than others and some people just might be generous enough to reply and ask some questions just because they're a good person not because they're interested in you or have a party or have an event or any of that stuff they might just be a good person and so they're easier to connect with and then opportunities can come afterwards so as much as we say it takes time i don't want you to think that it takes years it takes a long time because it doesn't have to but that's kind of where not this whole so i don't want to say surrounded but it's ethically surrounding these uh these cold leads and these cold prospects and stuff if you can start to immerse yourself in their world and get them immersed into your world it's just going to speed up the process um rather than being sat there like one email or a bunch of spam emails or random messages to say hey do you want to book me yet hey i'm this award-winning <laughs> award-winning magician do you want to come and book me because i'm doing some amazing shows uh do you, are you having a uh, um but yeah so let's let's look at this now actually like let's say we use the residency example you um, really read my mind because i was going to say the same thing to you by the way just for listeners this is real mentalism i was going to say aiden let's bring up an example <laughs> you've just done the I'm same real. thing I'm real. so we've kind of touched on residencies a couple of episodes back we did three unique ways to actually uh, get a residency so if you are interested in a residency definitely go ahead and look at that um but let, let's say we've got a residency or a corporate gig that we want or some, somebody that we'd like to be connected with i think that in and of itself is the first step beyond like the gig and stuff you don't want to connect to get the gig you actually want to connect with the person this is why nine times out of ten people like ads are getting more and more expensive for the people that run ads there's a reason your ads are getting more and more expensive and it's because like you, you're just trying to chase a gig not build a connection actually have a essentially a lead somebody that you can actually turn into um a friend of sorts i know i know every time that we say friends people kick back and be like oh, no 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 they're not friends and stuff but like that's the easiest way of us describing what we mean here about a strong relationship uh, it like it's it's got to be as if it was a friend let's break it down i want to go through some of the ways in which i would in this mock example do it and then i'll flip the coin and then ask exactly how you because we have two different approaches like we're we run our businesses slightly differently so i think you guys will get value from from both sides of this so let's go for it give me an example you wanted uh, a residency um give me a type of residency let's get specific on this and i'll tell you exactly how i'd go for it uh, let's say it's a nice a nice fancy restaurant in the town across from yours okay uh, i'm gonna say Hernbay. that's a town across from me there's a nice fancy restaurant in Hernbay. this is exactly how i would approach it um if i was in that scenario uh, I would log on to Instagram. I'd go on my Instagram account. I would then follow that venue on my Instagram. Uh, I'm going to be very direct with how I do this. So I just give you guys everything straight away. There you go. Write all this down. This is exactly everything you need to do. <laughs> I'd follow that uh, account on Instagram for the next, um, 
one to two weeks or so, I'd just be active in their world. i turn on like notifications. So whenever they post stuff, go live on a story, I get notifications and go, oh, I just posted stuff. Uh, I would like, I would engage, I would comment on stuff and I would just be present. And the reason why I do that, I want to float my name. I want the people running the social media, whoever that is, I don't know at this moment, whoever's running the social media could be the owner, could be the boss, uh, or it could be a social media team, whoever that is. I just want them to be aware of my name because that's going to come in, be useful in later points when I outreach because they already know of me now. I'm going to give them what I want. They're posting stuff. They want engagement. I'm going to be there. I'm going to put valuable stuff. I'm not going to comment on their stuff going like, nice post, great job, great food. <laughs> it's actually going to be relevant in the world. I'm going to put meaningful comments on there um, based on what they post, what they share. After about one or two weeks of doing that, of just me being present in their world, when they put something on their Instagram story or the next time they post something on their uh, on their feed, on their activity feed, I'm going to slip in and slide into their DMs uh, and I'm going to make a very relevant comment um, based on the thing that they've just posted. They might have posted a picture of a new dog that they've got in the kitchen, for example, running around the owner's new dog. And I'm going to reply with that is the cutest dog. What is their name? Whereas I'd probably reply with something like, that's a health and safety concern. Get the dog out of the kitchen. <laughs> and that's uh, why you want know. to get the residency. <laughs> um, uh, or they might post a picture of uh, a beautiful little ice cream that they've just launched on the menu. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I need this in my life. When are you guys open? The point is, I'm sliding into the DMs over something very relevant based on what they've commented. I'm not selling anything to them. I'm just giving them a very easy question for the social media team or person running the social media team to answer. My whole purpose of that DM sliding in, is it relevant? Well, yes, it is. It's related to a piece of their content. It's related to them. And will it start a conversation back and forth? Well, asking the dog's name, yes. That, that, they're going to reply to that. Everyone loves dogs. Asking what times they're open because I actually want an ice cream and I'm not doing this to be fake. Like I would plan to go in there and get an ice cream. And that's a different point. I just love ice cream because I'm a fat pig. Um, but the point is, I, the purpose is just to start a conversation. Once I've got that, I'm going to ask some questions about the restaurant. Uh, some just go into a usual chat, one or two questions back and forth. And then I want to actually pinpoint the individual and the person behind the scenes, find out who's running the social media, find out a bit about them, find out about their hobbies and interests. How long have they been working for the company? Why did they start working for that restaurant? What do they do outside of the restaurants? What are they interested in? And then I'm going to keep that conversation going. Why? Because good conversations are really hard to come by. And if I can have good conversation with this person and build up a really good rapport, now I have a friend in the company. And once I've got that, I'm then going to start floating some very simple ideas. Like, out of curiosity, do you guys do like um, entertainment nights? Do you get in like musicians, uh, magicians or singers and a sandwich magician just in the middle just to get them thinking yes or no? And I drop some subtle hints like that all throughout this conversation and what usually happens off the back of it nine times out of ten they go oh well, i've been looking at your profile and i've seen that you're a magician could we maybe get you in one night and they ask me for the work i've got the residency because they ask me and if they don't well then i steer that conversation eventually once i've got the rapport towards having a chat about potential entertainment at their venue but only once i've bought the rapport up but basically I'm present in their world. I slip into DMs over something very relevant. I have a good conversation, build up the rapport with the actual individual, drop some hints, steer the conversation towards entertainment, and then close. 
Uh, this is the exact process that I talked to David Whitney, Aiden, in momentum of how he closed uh, a very high ticket residency, which he now has two times a month. Um, but yeah, simple as that, guys. That's exactly how I would do it. Yeah. To, to be honest, it's it's pretty pretty bulletproof um, in that sense. Like, there's only some new, some subtle nuances that I'd change based on some of the things you said, uh, based on how I'd do it. Is that I'd be active in their like right at the start. I'd be active in their world, but I'd be getting into the DMs as quick as possible, and that's just as soon as they post a story, I'm a reply to that straight away, and I'll start the conversations in the DMs way earlier in the process. I've just been finding that that works so much nicer for me rather than waiting and be engaging publicly and then moving to private i literally just i i'm engaging publicly in all of their content putting actual comments that mean stuff eg as you said not the great post or nice food that looks great like five words and up is usually an indicator that you've actually thought about your comment for more than half a second but i'll i'll, I'll reply to their story straight away to have a little bit of a dialogue then reply to their story again have another bit more dialogue and then like usually on the second or third attempt is when I'll start to string out that conversation. So I'm in there way earlier. It just seems to be building rapport significantly faster um, and is resulting in potential clients and venues actually replying uh, and following me like way earlier in the process as well, rather than waiting it out. Again, it just goes to what we were saying earlier about the fact that it doesn't have to take ages to start building up these rapport. It's like maybe four or five days tops and, and I'm on that third re story reply if they're posting quite actively um, which is great but it comes down to um, actually knowing the person behind the scenes absolute must do you always ask for who's actually running the page but don't just be weird about it don't just middle of the conversation be like who's running the page <laughs> what's your name where do you live what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah let's not do that um like I, I like to slip it in like either mid conversation or just as a conversation's kind of dwindling a little bit i use it to kick start the conversation again i just do like a, a by the way which is like a by the way I, I never asked for your name i'm so sorry who is it sometimes they'll like just the way they sign off their first few messages they sign off with their name because it's a business page but i clock who the actual person is and then nine times out of ten, a couple of days later, I'll be able to search that venue or the, the company's page, the followers, and, and basically, it's a bit stalkery, but search for the actual person behind the scenes, and then I connect with them, and that's where I have all of those personal conversations with the actual per um, rapport building with them, rather than keeping it on a, uh, a business page. Do that for two reasons. Number one, um, it keeps the business page clean, uh, so that they don't think they're just like bosses and all that stuff. Don't just think that the page is just being used as some personal thingy. It's just weird. Uh, and second, people are significantly, like noticeably more open for a conversation on their personal account rather than through their workplace's Instagram page, for example, just using Instagram in this case. Um, but they're the two major nuances. It's like I, I get in the DMs way quicker um, and it seems to be nice and more frequently as well and then I also double that DMs into somebody else like another conversation but don't be weird about it if they've not posted since like 2012 there's no point following and, and stuff but if they are somewhat active and you can tell that they're posting fairly recently the, the actual person that is not the business um, then by all means uh, uh, just drop a follow nine times out of ten they'll follow you back and not question it 
And that's that's the two differences. The process is the same of building rapport here. The only difference is Aiden is much more direct at sliding into those DMs, <laughs> but then he stalks them. Whereas I'm an old fart and I don't stalk them. <laughs> but either you wait, way, like you make them come to you, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I'm here thing. on your front door. I'm actually in your kitchen right now. Like that's what you do. But either way, like the the, the basis of it, it, it's all about rapport building we don't go in and pitch straight away we're not sending that spammy message hey i saw your venue by the way i'd do this i'd love to work with you we only we, we don't send a message like that in general because they just don't work but before we mention anything to do with entertainment and steer the conversation that way we must have that trust we must have that relationship there beforehand and this is not just residencies this is the exact same process that i use to connect with entertainment agencies to connect with companies when i'm looking for corporate work this is the exact same process i use when connecting with other suppliers this is the exact same process i use when connecting with individuals when looking for private bookings as well the process is exactly the same time and time time and time and time again the only difference is the actual individual the venue the company or the thing that i'm messaging um and again i say instagram because that is my social media of choice but other things work um exactly the same because it's human psychology we're building rapport um but if you if you do cold outreach and if you choose that cold outreach is your thing please 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 Stop picking up the phone and stop trying to say, hey, I'm a magician. Have you got a party coming up today? Do you want to book me? Please stop spamming people with tons of emails to go, I do this. I'm award winning. I'm great because of this. Would you consider some entertainment during, I don't know, uh, at your restaurant during these times because it's really great for the guests and it fills this void, blah, 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 blah. Please stop doing all of that stuff because it just doesn't work. Well, I mean, it does a small t- a small percentage of the time, but it doesn't work as effectively, but and it why. takes time. Like, you've just come across something that we haven't addressed, but I think is kind of important. There's a reason why, especially those larger emails and those larger messages explaining why you're good, like selling yourself. First of all, nobody gives a crap how good you are or how award-winning and all that stuff. It means literally nothing for them, unless you're celebrities. Yeah, literally, unless you're celebrity status and you've been on telly and people recognise you. It doesn't matter how many accreditations and how many awards you've got. Nobody cares. So you have to always, step number one, make it about them and the benefit that that they're going to have. That's just copywriting in general, and that's just in and of itself valid. But the other thing is, like as you said there, trying to explain and justify why the opportunity is a good idea. Like every let's just use residencies to for consistency it's like every residency every venue is gonna have a different set of challenges to the next one and then the next one and then the next one so you saying like oh i can come in between 6 and 8 p.m on a thursday night to help increase footfall well they might not have a problem with footfall at all and as a result you've literally killed the entire rapport the entire conversation everything else we've been talking about it's dead before it even begun because you've just tried to fix something that like fix a problem they don't have and that's why we talk about this rapport building the relationship building actually understanding because then when it comes down to the right time for to have that conversation you you can literally solve the right problems you can literally address the root cause of how you can help them and nine times out of ten you won't be able to help them and that's okay spamming it presuming that you know how to help them is just like 
I, I can't even think of a metaphor. It's that ridiculous. It's like like trying to cook for somebody and you don't even know what they like to eat. Yeah, I'll try, I'm clutching here, but you like you don't yeah, it's like trying to cook somebody uh, cook for no, no, cook no, somebody. Oh, oh wow, yeah. 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 yeah, let's not do that. Um yeah, e.g. don't do it is the moral of the story here. The big picture, just don't do it. Um I'm gonna shut up now because there's a metaphor about cooking and you don't know what they like. They might be vegetarian for all you know, you haven't asked the question. Um like there you go, that's a good metaphor. Uh, just don't cook people. Moral of the story, how to do cold re- outreach. First of all, agree kill. to sign up to a cult. <laughs> kill kill yeah. everyone. That's how you do it. Scare them into buying. If you don't buy my magic, you'll die. There's a great hook. <laughs> sure. um, but yeah, like, like this is the point. Like Cold outreach like this, it does work. It's just hard and time consuming. So if you want to make your life easier and you want to actually book more gigs, focus on building rapport. It will be way more effective. And like I said, this isn't just for residencies. This is for all sorts of people, from individuals to suppliers to entertainment agencies to venues to corporates. Uh, the, the lot, the list goes on and on and on. The key here, build rapport before you sell and pitch. You must do that. If you sell and pitch first, it's, it's pointless. Uh, here's a metaphor to go back to your cooking and chicken. You wouldn't take a chicken and serve it to your guests raw. You would put it in the oven first and you would cook your chicken. And after it's cooked, you'd then serve it to your guests cooked because they'd then understand that it's nice to eat and they'd enjoy it. There's a better metaphor on cooking, Aiden. Not cooking people, but cooking chicken. (laughs) Maybe I am part chicken. And you'll have to tune in next week to find out where we do the grand (laughs) revelation. Is Aiden a chicken or not? Oh no, that just made me sound like a wimp. Oh, anyway. Well, hopefully, hopefully that useful. makes sense, guys. <laughs> hopefully it's been useful, and hopefully you can see our process. Like, yeah, if you want to do cold outreach, there's nothing wrong with it. Just do it the right way, and don't be an absolute creep and ask people to marry you the first conversation you have. <laughs> be normal, people. Stop being creepy. That's the moral of the story. And remember to cook your chicken. We'll see you soon. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz, and we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. 
Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.